Welcome to the NBA Talk Podcast with Isaac Wolf. I am your host, Isaac Wolf, and we're going to open today talking about Kevin Durant. KD posted on his Instagram just a little bit ago that he had a successful surgery on his Achilles. He did confirm that the injury was a ruptured Achilles, and obviously we all hope that he has a quick and full recovery. Because there were no games last night, we're going to move on straight to hot topics. We've got a lot of them to make up the time, and we're going to start off by talking about the Toronto Raptors fans. When KD went down with the Achilles injury in Game 5, the Toronto Raptors fans started to cheer which I thought was just disrespectful. Some players took to Twitter. Um, Joel Embiid tweeted out, quote, Why are they cheering for his injury? Come on, man. Hashtag disgusting. Bobby Portis also tweeted out, quote, Raptors fans can't cheer for a player getting hurt. That's lame. Teammates Stephen Curry, DeMarcus Cousins, and Draymond Green all shared their opinions on it. Draymond Green said, quote, That is BS. I won a championship, I know how it feels. It's a great experience, but you don't cheer when someone goes down to injury. That's classless. DeMarcus Cousins added, that's some trashy bleep bleep. Kyle and Serge had to calm them down. Talking about, He's talking about Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka um, motioning for the Toronto Raptors fans to stop cheering. Quote, that's bogus. Stephen Curry also added how he was confused by the response. This is just not a good look for Raptors fans, which we know they are some of the best fans in the league. We've seen them having the watch parties all over the country. In fact, almost 50% of the country has watched some or all of the NBA Finals, which is just terrific support. But cheering for an injured player is just unacceptable. I want to move on to the Atlanta Hawks. They are exploring trades to try and trade up for Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. They do have picks 8, 10, and now 17. After that trade with the Brooklyn Nets, they could potentially trade both 8 and 10, or you maybe use just 8 to get up to top 6, top 5 in order to draft Jarrett Culver. Marvin Williams, he exercised his $15 million player option for next season, so he will be staying in Charlotte, which is great for him. Uh, His teammate, Kemba Walker, we will talk about in just a little bit. I want to get to Taylor Jenkins. He is a former Bucks assistant, and he is now the Grizzlies' new head coach. So we congratulate him, and we hope the best for him in Memphis. He's got a good start with um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, I have the feeling they're taking John Morant with that number two pick, and they'll probably look to trade Conley elsewhere. But Ja and Jaron are two young studs that I think will have a long, uh, illustrious career. So I think he's got a great gig with that Grizzlies head coaching job. Earlier today, the Cleveland Cavaliers hired University of California Berkeley women's head coach Lindsay Gottlieb to be an assistant coach with John Beeline. She is the first women's college head coach to join an NBA staff, so obviously... Uh, that is great, uh, and it's a historic hiring. Uh, we congratulate Lindsay. Uh, she joins Becky Hammond um, in the NBA as the women's some of the women's assistant coaches in the league. The New York Knicks. Some within the organization are hesitant to give up significant assets for an Anthony Davis trade. They reference the Mellow trade as an example, but they now plan to aggressively pursue Kawhi Leonard in free agency, 
with Kevin Durant going down to the injury, there are some people in the Knicks organizations who would still give him a max long-term deal. But obviously, at this point in time, Kawhi Leonard is the better bet because he's um, on the verge of being an NBA champion. And Kevin Durant is at home, or not at home, he's actually in New York, but he's in a hospital bed recovering from surgery. (laughs) Moving on to Kemba Walker. The Lakers, Knicks, and Mavs are all reportedly interested in him if he does not re-sign with Charlotte. But since he made the All-NBA team, Charlotte can offer him a super max extension worth $221 million for five years. That is hard to turn down for a um, a team, for a city who has been so loyal to you. I don't see him signing with anybody else. The Lakers are an interesting fit um, if he and LeBron... Those two uh, would be, I think, it would be an interesting fit. And the, But the Charlotte Hornets, Kimba has been loyal to the Charlotte Hornets for uh, his whole career. I don't see him leaving Charlotte, um, but that's just my opinion. Spurs top assistant, Ettore Messina, has agreed to become the head coach of Olympia Milano. Uh, he's been Greg Popovich's top assistant uh, since 2014. Uh, Obviously, we've seen uh, Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili. They're all retired now, and now uh, Messina is moving on. Uh, It's a different age for the Spurs now. Kyrie Irving, just today, opted out of his $21.3 million deal, and he's now an unrestricted free agent. Most teams around the league think that the Nets are favored over the Knicks for Kyrie if he does leave Boston, which I think we can all say with confidence that he will. Because this isn't the only reason, but jerseys of Kyrie Irving jerseys in a Manchester, New Hampshire store are 50% off. It's the only merchandise on sale at that store at this time. Um, that shows that the retailers are not very confident in his return. I want to get to Anthony Davis. We have a lot to talk about with him. An update on his situation. The Lakers and Knicks are his, quote, two desired long-term destinations. Rich Paul, however, warned the Celtics, saying, basically saying that if you trade for him, it'll be a one-year rental and we're not coming back in 2020 free agency. I don't think that uh, the Lakers or the Knicks can offer the trade package that David Griffin wants. Uh, as we said yesterday, David Griffin wants a proven all-star, a young player with all-star potential, and two first-round picks. The Knicks don't really have an all-star. DeAndre Jordan was one once in his career. Um, I don't think that's what David Griffin is looking for. Um, Kevin Knox doesn't exactly have all-star potential, in my opinion. I think he will be a. I think he'll be a very good role player. Um, uh, be the starting small forward for the Knicks if they don't sign Kevin Durant or. Um, Anybody else big in free agency? I see him staying there long term. Uh, he'll be he'll be a very good player. I just don't think he has all star uh, perennial all star potential. However, the Lakers. Moving on to the Lakers part of the uh, deal, the Lakers have LeBron as really their only proven all star. Um, still somewhat in his prime, but at this point, LeBron's aging. Uh, I think he's on a slow. Uh, slow but sure decline from his prime. 
Um, I don't think the Lakers would trade him. That would be very funny if they did, though. The Lakers do have plenty of young players with potential. Not saying they're going to be all-stars guaranteed, but Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, all those guys. um, I think David Griffin um, would uh, take a deal with that. I mean, if I would... If I were the if I were the Pelicans and I got LeBron James and say Brandon Ingram in the deal, I would I would take it. I'd give Anthony Davis away for that. Um, but we don't know what exactly what what exactly type of player uh, David Griffin wants. David Griffin did say that the Pelicans are in no hurry to trade Anthony Davis. However, just a few minutes ago, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The Celtics and the Lakers are engaged in trade talks with the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. The New York Knicks uh, were not mentioned in this at all, which I find very interesting. The Lakers' number four pick has been talked about as a trade chip to help the Pelicans acquire a superstar player that David Griffin, uh, the the superstar player that David Griffin wants, um, in in, in multi-team deals. So. What I'm hearing from my take on this is uh, there's a potential three-team trade between the Celtics, Lakers, and Pelicans. The Lakers could use that number four pick, potentially give it to Boston, um, and Boston maybe ships Jason Tatum over um, to LA, and then LA can maybe uh, send that send him to New Orleans, uh, and Anthony Davis can go. Uh, to the Lakers, I don't see the Celtics getting Anthony Davis in this situation. I'm not exactly sure uh, what their use is besides maybe using Jason Tatum um, uh, in exchange for that number four pick that the Lakers have to help the Pelicans get the player that David Griffin wants in return for Anthony Davis. Um, we'll see how that all works out. Um, free agency starts June 30th. Uh, but trades can happen all throughout the summer, so we don't know exactly how much longer Anthony Davis is going to be a member of the New Orleans Pelicans. I want to move on to Draymond Green. In Game 5, he got his sixth technical foul of the playoffs, and 7 is a one-game suspension, and we all remember uh, this in 2016. The same thing happened, he got suspended, and ultimately, it cost them a championship. Draymond Green was going to be the MVP of the 2016 Finals. I've said this before. If he was not suspended, if the Warriors won, which I th- I think if Draymond Green wasn't suspended, the Warriors were going to win that series. I, I'm just worried. I'm just worried about him getting another technical foul and getting suspended. At this point, uh, we'll get to the preview in a minute, but at this point, I don't see... The Warriors winning the series. I know I said they'd take game six. Sorry, Warriors fans. I take that back. I'm not completely 100% decided. Um, I ultimately will make my decision by the end of this podcast when we go to the game six preview. But I'm just worried that he's just going to get suspended again. In the back of my mind, I think the Warriors can pull it off. I mean, obviously they have the talent. But in game five... Kevin Durant played the first quarter. He had 11 points. We all know. If Kevin Durant did not play that first quarter, I don't know who would have stepped up or if anybody would have stepped up. But without KD's first quarter, 
the Warriors only won by one point. Without KD's first quarter, they lose that game, which worries me for games six and seven if seven is needed. Just, um, just a thought there. Team USA FIBA World Cup men's training camp roster was announced a couple days ago. It is made up of 20 players, which includes Harrison Barnes, Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Eric Gordon, James Harden, Tobias Harris, Kyle Kuzma, Damian Lillard, Brooke Lopez, Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, CJ McCollum, Chris Middleton, Paul Millsap, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, PJ Tucker, Miles Turner, and Kemba Walker. These 20 uh, who are going to the training camp will eventually, we, uh, it'll be reduced down to 12 for the selection of who will make the team. And as we all know, uh, Greg Popovich is now the new head coach for the Olympic and all that FIBA world basketball stuff. <laughs> now we're going to move on to the Game 6 preview. I said, I did say, I thought Golden State would win yesterday, but I'm not really sure anymore. I take that back. Because, after saying, after thinking about what I said earlier, without Kevin Durant's first quarter, the Warriors lose that game. I don't know if anybody else would have stepped up. I don't think anybody else would have scored 11 more points. But, I'm just not sure. It is the last game at Oracle. This is what Golden State has on their side. They have the fans. They have the fact that it's the last game at Oracle. That's about all they have at this point. They are they are beat up. I get the feeling that Klay Thompson is fine now after 28 and 26 in back-to-back games since his injury. Andre Iguodala, he I mean, he's a tough guy, but uh, we only heard about him on that one play in Game 5 where he double-teamed Kawhi Leonard. I get the feeling he's not 100%. He's aging as well. Um, but uh, Kevon Looney, um, some have said he they think he's out for the rest of the series. Kevon Looney did say he wants to play in Game 6. Um, he's just a tough kid, but he's he's beat up as well. And then obviously we know Kevin Durant um, not, uh, not being there. Um, and Draymond... Draymond... I don't know. I think the suspension takes place the game after you get the technical foul. Um, so Draymond would have to get two technicals, which is always possible as well. <laughs> as, as we all know, Draymond Green. Um, but if the Warriors do win game six and Green suspended for game seven, I don't. I do not give them any chance. No offense to Warriors fans. No offense to the Warriors. I just do not see the Warriors winning uh, game seven on the road without their best player, Kevin Durant, and the heart and soul of their defense and their overall team, Draymond Green. I just do not see that happening. A question is um, that I thought of was, will Golden State's emotions get in the way? Uh, after uh, Game 5, Rachel Nichols said that Steph Curry was crying in the locker room. Just, it was hours after the injury. Um, he went up and hugged Bob, uh, Bob Myers. The two shared emotion. Uh, so they do have some negative emotion in that locker room. However, there's a lot of positive uh, emotion that, in fact, could uh, overrule that negative emotion. It's the last game at Oracle. Uh, guaranteed. We know for sure this is the last one ever. Um, 
But is it possible that the Warriors tried to do too much without KD to try and win uh, the last game at Oracle? Maybe. But at this point, the Golden State Warriors have proven to everyone that they're champions. Three out of the past four years, they've won the championship. So I don't think they will do too much um, just to try and win the game for the home fans. If, if anything, they're going to try too hard to win the game and extend the series. That's ultimately their goal. Um, but what does Toronto need to do? Uh, I think that Toronto needs to go in, take advantage of a truly beat-down Golden State team, and do their thing. Just like they did in games three and four. They took both games back-to-back on the road. That's exactly what they need to do, um, and I think they will be fine. So, ultimately, my prediction is I think... I have changed my mind. I do think that tomorrow, Game 6 of the 2019 NBA Finals will be the last game of the NBA season. It will be the last ever loss for the home team at Oracle Arena. Sorry, Golden State. That is, uh, I just think that the uh, Warriors are too beat up at this point. If the Warriors do pull it out, all of you Warriors fans can hate on me. That's fine. I don't care. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history, I have two facts for you. In 2011, just uh, eight years ago, the Dallas Mavericks won the franchise's first and only championship against a Miami Heat team with Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. Obviously the pinnacle of Dirk's legendary career. Obviously Dirk just retired um, after this season. He said he is enjoying, I can tell he's enjoying retirement because he said uh, this was just like a maybe a week or two weeks after uh, he retired, he said uh, he had eaten ice cream about every day, and he had gained 15 pounds, and just recently he said uh, he's enjoying retirement. He said, I am eating and drinking everything in sight, which is (laughs) just great for Dirk. Uh, Also, on this day in NBA history, in 1991, Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time, as I said yesterday, won his first ever NBA championship after beating the Lakers with Magic Johnson. Obviously, I think Magic was a little past his prime at this point in 1991. Jordan averaged 31.2 points, 6.6 rebounds, and 11.4 assists in that series. Um, That was the start of an undefeated finals run for Michael Jordan. They had the the original three-peat, and 91, 92, 93, and then the second three-peat in 96, 97, 98, um, so I thought that was neat, and happy birthday to Drew Holiday, you may be getting a new teammate, in fact, I think you are getting a new teammate, I don't know who that will be, but you are getting a new, um, high-level teammate, uh, in the next few days, weeks, whatever, AD is leaving, Well, actually, you are getting a very high-level teammate in Zion Williamson in the draft. Um, But I think Drew's got something to be excited about down there uh, with Zion. Um, More than likely, I won't guarantee anything, but more than likely uh, landing in New Orleans. And I don't know, maybe Jason Tatum, somebody like that, uh, comes to New Orleans with you. Happy birthday, Drew Holiday. I have a basketball tournament on Thursday and Friday. 
I will not do, uh, I will be back with this podcast on Monday. Unless, if Toronto, which I said they will, close the series out uh, on Thursday, I will try to make a little mini podcast for you all on Friday. Um, But for now, um, I will probably talk to you Friday, but more than likely, um, just saying I plan to do a full podcast Monday with lots of information uh, around the league.